whoops, I turned the music down on that too quickly. <laughs> um, that was, well, that was the intro to Glitch. I'm completely losing track of myself. Let's start again. Good evening and welcome to Glitch. This is the Dimps episode, for those of you who are wondering where we're at now. Um... <laughs> Much like the Arc System Works episode from whenever it was. Uh, in fact, hang on. Let us do a quick check on Spotify because that's going to have the dates a lot quicker than what uh, anything I anything I'm going to be able to look up. Uh, glitch. Uh, oh, hello. Not there. When did we do the Arc System Works? There we go. Episode ten, the fourth of August. Oh boy. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, that was over three months ago, and uh, yeah, like 14 episodes ago. So much like the Ask Arc System Works episode, we are going to be looking at the Sega development history of Dimps. Now, Dimps have done a lot of games, um, and actually trying to find the Sega games amongst them has been interesting to say the least um just to give you an idea dimps were formed on the 6th of march 2000 so they've been around for about 20 and a half years um they are uh co-owned now or they've got major shareholders um from bandai namco sony interactive entertainment and sega sammy holdings so it's not obviously they do a lot of games for other people but the um, you know, and especially when it comes to Bandai Namco, they do a lot of anime games. You know, so games based on their anime franchises. Um, so actually, trying to find the Sega ones outside of the obvious was a little bit difficult. But nevertheless, we are going to get straight into the music and uh, provide you with a look into their history, um, starting from the year 2001, and the last game that we're going to be playing on tonight's show is uh, 2013. So we've got a 12-year history on tonight's episode of Glitch, but of course, we start with a game that everybody should be familiar with. From 2001, this is Sonic Advance.
You're going to make me try and pronounce what this game, what this uh, track's called now. Uh, from the Rumblefish, <coughs> which is a beat-em-up game that came out in, apparently, in 2004. Uh, well, 2003 I've got here, according to Wikipedia, but Radio Sega saying 2004. That was Air Tilda Freedom Dash QQRF equals JS Bach Tilda 183F Central Area Tilda. I'm guessing it's a stage theme for 183F Central Area, but... <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's a really, really long title. In fact, on my listing, because I didn't want to try and write it all, I just wrote it as Air. Um... <laughs> Good luck trying to search for that on Radio Sega if you want to request it as one of your favourites. <laughs> Before that, we had Music Plan Act 2 from Sonic Advance 2, which came out in 2002. And then we started off that batch of three with Secret Base Zone Act 1 from Sonic Advance, released in 2001. Um, I'm not going to loop the talk beds, I don't think, because I do want to try and get through all of these tracks. So we've got, we've just played three. We've got another three coming up. Then we've got three, six, Nine. There's another 12 to come as well, and we've got to try and fit all this in an hour. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep the uh, the talk beds nice and short. We're not going to loop them. So, yes, do join us in Discord, radiose.ga forward slash Discord, um, or you can talk to us on Twitter at SNS underscore RS or... Um, at Radio Sega. Do have a chat with us and um, and let us know what you think to the music, especially I say, if you did quite like that Rumblefish one, you'll be really, really excited when we get around to Rumblefish 2 in a little while. <laughs> hmm. Right, the next three tracks that are coming up are from Demolish Fist, which came out in 2003. Now, again, I think that's a beat-em-up, but I'm not entirely convinced. It was an arcade game, um, like Rum well, Rumblefish apparently came out on the PS2. I've never seen it though. I don't know whether it did it come out. Oh, only in PS2 in Japan. So there we go. That answers that one. Um, so yeah, so we've got Demolished Fist, which was on out in the arcades in 2003. Then we're going to Sonic Advance 3 in 2004. Um, and then we've got uh, Spike Out Battle Street, which came out on the Xbox in 2005. And those are your next three tracks and they're starting now.
guys. <clears throat> um, no, that's not how that song goes, is it? Isn't there a uh, Billie Eilish song that's about bad guys? I can't remember how that goes, though. Never mind. Bad guys, here comes the area boss from Spike Out Battle Street on the Xbox. The original Xbox. The Xbox OG uh, from 2005. Before that, Toy Kingdom Act 3 from Sonic Advance 3, which came out in 2004. And those uh, that block of free music that, uh, that we've just been playing. Um... Demolish Fist Stage 3. I did some research. Demolish Fist was a side-scrolling beat-em-up, a bit like uh, Streets of Rage, but in full 3D. Um, kind of inspired a little bit by uh, Die Hard Arcade and uh, Dynamite Cop and stuff like that. Um, some of the other games that you might uh, be a little bit surprised that uh, Dimps developed in the meantime. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai and Budokai 3, uh, 2 and 3. So, you know, the... Um, the, uh, the PS2 uh, beat-em-up series, of which I think the first one was awful. The third one was pretty good, but the second one wasn't bad. Um, so they've also did, they also developed Kirby and the Amazing Mirror for the Game Boy Advance. So there you go, Kirby game. Um, let's see, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but Dragon Ball Z Shin Budokai, Crash Boom Bang on the GBA, that's one of theirs. Um... Uh, well, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Uh, Street Fighter 4, the arcade version. Apparently, Dibs did some work on the arcade version for Street Fighter 4 for uh, for Capcom. Um, Dragon Ball Evolution, I think much like the movie, nobody wants to talk about that. Uh, Super Street Fighter 4, Super Street Fighter 4 3D Edition, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Uh, yeah, there's, there's quite a few. There is quite a few. But if, going back to the Sega bit, because that's what we want to focus on. If you liked the sheer randomness of the Rumblefish track, you're going to very much enjoy what we're about to play you. Because from 2005, here's the Rumblefish 2 coming up next. Um, that was an arcade-only version that did not come out on the PS2 or any other consoles there. Um, also in 2005, Dimps developed Sonic Rush. And... Then we are playing you a game from the Nintendo DS that Atlas published. Um, this is, in terms of Radio Sega purposes, this is brand new. Nobody has heard this before, um, and we'll tell you a little bit more about it when we come back into the next music. Uh, when we come back into the next talk break from 2006, the last track on here is from a game called Draglade. But coming up first, Rumblefish Two.
Mad Company here from Draglade, which um, should hopefully be requestable, if not now, then very, very shortly on the Radio Sega playlist, if you like what you heard. That was a beat-em-up game uh, with some light RPG elements, uh, released in 2007, published by Bandai Namco in Japan, but uh, Atlas in America. There was a sequel that came out in 2008 called Custom Beat Battle Draglade 2, but that game was uh, was published by Bandai Namco in Japan only. So, uh, yeah, there was a sequel to that game, but we've only got the first one on Radio Sega because of the Atlas link. Before that, we had Raising Me Up from Sonic Rush, which came out in uh, 2005. Dear me, that game is 15 years old. I'll tell you what, the soundtrack at times does not sound 15 years old. Um, Hideki Naganuma makes music that can almost sound timeless. Uh, you, you just need to listen to the Jet Set Radio and Jet Set Radio Future soundtracks to know that, um, well, Jet Set Radio in particular is 20 years old. And you listen to some of that music and it probably isn't that apparent by the soundtrack alone. But yes, Sonic Rush, 15 years old. And then before that, uh, Beta Rissen, a rather interesting um take on moonlight sonata <laughs> uh from rumblefish 2 there's probably better tracks that i could have played from there but i do like me some moonlight sonata so whenever i hear it that is always the track that gets played right with less than one minute to go before we go back into more music and we should perhaps maybe slow this down at, well i don't know 25 minutes and we've got three well, we've still got more nine more tracks to go so maybe not we'll see how we go um from 2007, we're going to be playing Sonic Rush Adventure. And then, this is one that uh, Nicholas Herman found, but I didn't see on my Wikipedia list. From 2008, we're going to be playing a game from Primeval Hunt, a Sega arcade game that Dimps contributed to, but apparently not enough to get it in their um, list of games that they developed on Wikipedia. Uh, and then, also from 2008, we're going to be playing Sonic Unleashed because Dimps developed the PS2 and the Wii version. But the soundtrack's the same, so the soundtrack that you're going to be hearing is obviously from the uh, more recognised PS3 and 361. But first, Sonic Rush Adventure!
The only song here that actually makes per endless possibilities sound half decent, especially if you don't like bowling for soup. Supersonic versus Perfect Dark Gaia from Sonic Unleashed, or Sonic World Adventure if you want to give it its Japanese name. All of you people wanting Sonic Adventure 3 to happen? It did. It happened in 2008 with Sonic Unleashed. So stop asking! <laughs> um, before that, it's listed on my uh, radio DJ's unknown artist because I couldn't be bothered to change the name, but from Primeval Hunt, that was uh, BGM04. Um, Primeval Hunt being an arcade game where you go around and shoot dinosaurs. Why not? Um, and then before that, we had C-Map from Sonic Rush Adventure, released in 2007. Right, we've only got one more uh, track left from a game that isn't Sonic. And then we, uh, then it's pretty much Sonic from there on out. So we are from 2009. We're going to be playing a track from Bleach DS Fourth Flamebringer. That's an interesting name. Uh, you'd be shocked, shocked to learn that that came out on the Nintendo DS. Um, <laughs> and apparently, Dips only developed the fourth one. Uh, Treasure did the first one. I really don't know about the second and the third. Um, Treasure probably did those as well. But uh, yes, we've got that. Then. We're into 2010. Oh my lord, this game is 10 years old. Um, I was half tempted to play the Wii version, but I don't actually know if there's any difference, so we're not we're not going to bother. Um, 2010, Sonic the Hedgehog 4, Episode 1. Dimps developed the iOS, the Android, the Ouya. Oh, who remembers the Ouya? Oh dear. Uh, the Wii, the PS3, the 360, and the PC versions. All of them developed by Dimps. Lovely, lovely people. Um, and then also in 2010, they developed the DS version of Sonic Colors which um, I've never played it. I, um, I, <laughs> I got sent it uh, by Sega along with the Wii version for review on Radio Sega and I sent the DS version off thinking it would be pretty similar to the Wii one and um, I never actually asked for it back. I sent it to the reviewer and I can't even remember who reviewed it now but I sent it to the reviewer and I never said oh when you're finished you know, could you send it back so I can play it. So <laughs> never played it i got given it for free and i sent it on its merry little way and i've never played it but from what i've heard it's pretty similar to sonic rush but anyway uh let's get straight back onto some more music with bleach ds4 flame bringer
Terminal Velocity Zone here from the DS version of Sonic Colors released in 2010. Uh, before that, we played Lost Labyrinth Zone Act 2 from Sonic Hedgehog 4 Episode 1. Um, again, I, I have no idea if the Wii version sounds different to that. I, as I say, I probably should have played that one to be a little bit different, but I decided not to. Um, so I'm sure people in Discord will have told me by now whether or not it is different or not. Um, and then the uh, those block of three tracks there started off with Map BGM number 2 from Bleach DS 4th Flame Bringer. We've got three more songs left to play we're going to do them as a two and then one to finish so you've probably figured out if you know your years you've probably figured out what's coming next so from 2011 the next track that's going to be played is the 3ds version of sonic generations um not a particularly great sonic game if i'm honest with you the 3ds version it's not bad but it's also not brilliant um and then we're going into 2012 with sonic the hedgehog 4 episode 2 um, I think it's probably because of when they released, but when you actually look at the dates, it's really surprising to think that there was two years between episode one and episode two, but I don't think it was actually two exact years. I think one was sort of towards the end of 2000. In fact, let's have a quick look. I'm curious now. Sonic the Hedgehog 4 episode one came out in October the 7th, 2010. And then episode two, where are you at? Episode two was May the 15th, 2012. Yeah, so they weren't exactly... Um, two years between them but actually probably not that far off I, I'm, I'm kind of I still get the feeling that Sonic 4 was kind of unfinished it really could have done with an episode 3 um, and uh, and had uh, Knuckles in there but also I'm a little bit surprised by Sega that they never once thought of releasing Sonic the Hedgehog 4 as one complete game with episode 1 and 2 bundled together as like a, on a retail disc or, or something like that um, why they just kept them as download only I haven't the foggiest anyway there's a load of uh, really really good songs to play on the Sonic Generation soundtrack but really it's me we're talking about and if you know me then you know that really there's only one song that's worth playing the most
Sky Fortress Zone Act 1 from Sonic Hedgehog 4 Episode 2, and then Boss Battle Big Arms from Sonic Generations 3DS. And um, someone in Discord has probably already said this, but yes, I am very much aware that the 3DS version of Sonic, uh, Sonic Generations also came out in 2012. It didn't come out the same time as the PS3 and 360 ones. I know. Right. One more track left to play before we're done with this episode, and it's from 2013, like I said at the start, that's where our journey, our Sega journey ends. Dimps still do make games, actually. In fact, the, um, the most recent one was Super Dragon Ball Heroes World Mission uh, from back in 2019. Um, but uh, yeah, our Sega journey ends in 2013 with the 3DS version of Sonic Lost World, which in itself isn't actually that bad a game. And again, uses the same soundtrack as the Wii U and PC versions. Um, so that's what we're going with. We're going to be finishing with Honeycomb Highway because it's a tune. Right. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this look into the Sega development history of Dimps. If there's any other companies that you want us to have a look at, do let me know and I'll pencil them down and we'll uh, we'll have a look at them in Season 3. Um, but coming up next week, the 17th of November, it's the last ever pre-recorded episode of Glitch because Season 3 is going to be completely and utterly live, people. Um, so yeah, the last ever pre-recorded episode of Glitch is next week as we look at the Sega Pico. And whilst I remember, um, one theme I do want to try and look at in Season Season 3, if Nicholas Mann's listening, and if he's not, I'm sure someone will tell him. Uh, one theme I want to look at in Season 3 is to whether or not we can do an episode based on Sega UFO catchers. Because I think that would be rather amusing, but also rather interesting. So I'll see you next week for the Sega Pico episode. Saturday Night Sega's on at Saturday, as always. Um, and we are only a fortnight away from Glitch Live the Third Live. My name's been Gavi. This is Honeycomb Highway from Sonic Lost World. Thanks for listening, and good night.